0: Welcome to the Pause with Tim Black Podcast. It's been a while. <laughs> I said it's been a while, but I want to welcome everybody back to it. I'm glad you're here. Well, I hope you're here. You know what I'm saying? Hope that you're listening to this. This is crazy. So I'm going to talk about today is something I'm... Look, I know we've been talking a lot about Kanye West and there are people tired of it. But I want to I wanna just bring you up to speed on something that happened yesterday night. Well, this morning. About 1 a.m. in the morning I made a post. And it's It's getting a lot of traction on several platforms on the internet, Facebook, Twitter. And it was this, pretty simple post, but check it out. Many people defending Kanye say he was just exercising free speech. I wonder why they didn't feel the same way about Kaepernick exercising his. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. Folks, I want you to know the internet went crazy. The responses are out of this world. And if you want a reason to walk into the sea, (laughs) just walk into the, you know, you see the movies where people just, you know, they like, they want to just walk into the ocean, just walk into the ocean, and then they just, you see them just walk further and further into the ocean, and you don't see them anymore. If you wanted a reason for that, All you gotta do is go through my comment section. Particularly on Facebook. It is miraculous. There are a lot of contortionists. You know those people that are triple, double and triple jointed, they can do all types of twists and turns. You be like, wow! Mama, mama, look at this, look at this twisted. This is a human pretzel. You should see these motherfuckers on Facebook doing their best not to say it. (laughs) We like what Kanye said, that's why it's free speech, but what what Colin Kaepernick said is not, it's hate. (laughs) Kanye, this motherfucker said, he gonna go DEFCON on Jews. (laughs) And they don't consider that hate speech though it's about a single group of ethnic people. But they think Colin Kaepernick taking the knee during the anthem before the game started is the hate speech. Oh, my God. It is. I'm trying to tell y'all, man. These people are just, I don't know what you're going to do with them. Hey man, I'm 50. It don't matter, man. I'm I'm on the back I'm on the back end of this shit. I'm wondering about the afterlife at this point, if there is one, or well, just a long rest, you know. You the ones, you young people. You the ones that got to deal with this shit, folks. You should hear the excuses that people are making about why. I'm just going to read a couple of them to you, cause I want you to I want you to enjoy enjoy this. I don't wanna have all the fun. (laughs) Why Why should I have all the fun? You should share in the fun as well. Let's see. This person says, Jay Thomas says, Kaepernick was doing it during office hours. That's the difference. (laughs) <laughs> He's doing it during office hours. He was. so it matters when you do your free speech. <laughs> if you do your free speech at the wrong time, nobody. You didn't get a permission slip from us. Kaepernick took a knee before the game started during the national anthem. He said that's the wrong time. You can't. You can't do free die. No. No free speech now. Jeremy Moore, whoop, Jay Moore, (laughs) says comparing Kaepernick to Kanye is bogus because Kanye didn't ruin Nike and football. Folks, I'm trying to tell you, man, we got a problem, a deficit of reason and logic. And this motherfucker is on Facebook. This is his profile. It said a hidden comment. It's so the whole world can see. And the ones I'm picking are ones that people did had a lot of engagement, like a lot of a lot of reactions to their posts. This guy, Schultz. Let's start off by saying his message of being oppressed. Okay, he was raised in a house with white parents. Oh, he's talking about Kaepernick, not Kanye, because all Kanye talks about is being oppressed, but they don't see it as oppression. They don't they don't see what Kanye's griping about. The Jewish people, they don't see that as as oppression, but okay. He was raised in a house of white parents who sent him to college. He is the farthest thing from being oppressed. If you saw the way this guy spelled oppressed. He was given a lot of money to play a game. Given a lot of money to play a game. Given. (laughs) Now it's not even a sport. That you got to qualify for. He was given money to play a game. It's a sport, motherfucker. I bet if we were talking about someone this guy likes, like, uh, I don't know, Babe Ruth or, I don't know. The Great White Hope. <laughs> Some shit. He would not be saying this. He was giving money to play a game. But okay. Still not seeing the oppression. He had a good year. Then his performance dropped, and he was benched, and then he starts his theatrics. That's not oppression. Oppression that's a tantrum <laughs> Nothing here about Kanye in his comment at all. <laughs> God. Oh God. Okay, so I'm I'm telling you folks. Uh oh here goes one. Believe, I, this person, now this is the first woman, at least apparently, all the rest have been white men. <laughs> this is the first woman, and she appears to be a white woman. But you know, you never know what's standing at. You really don't know these things, right? I believe, for one, he is self-employed, where people either come see him or not. The other was an employee of another to create a situation that can affect your employer's Bottom line, during a time where you are being compensated to perform your job makes a difference. (laughs) Let me get this right. I was talking about people's reaction to the expression of freedom of speech for these two black men were different. And now you're talking to me about his employer. So what are you, the employer police Even if you take this comment to make any sense, and I'm not saying it does. It's a distraction and a deflection. But she talking like she owned the company and she give a fuck about how the company feel. That ain't got nothing to do with you. There are employees that complain about shit every day in their jobs, and I don't see you running up to those employers. Anyway, anyway, next. (sighs) Okay, here goes one. Joe Orr. This person appears to be black. Let's see, let's see. Joe Orr says I heard that, Tim. And Cap had a good cause. Peoples are so strange. <laughs> here goes a good comment, just to just to restore your help, your hope in humanity, right? Here goes one. Moon says free speech is not necessarily celebrated when it's not what you want to hear whether it's coming from Kappa, yay. Hey, hey, hey. This brother here, this is a black man by the name of Jones. He says, the hell is that? What the hell? Get off my microphone. There's absolutely no shock in the fact that the majority of people here also don't understand the question you asked him. These melodramatic defenses about why so many here don't or didn't support Cap's right to free speech demonstrate that they lack the capacity to differentiate between supporting the right of free speech and expression from the speech itself. Meanwhile, they support Kanye West anti-blackness and anti-Semitism as telling it like it is without condemnation while criticizing Cap for nonviolently nailing the protest police brutality, mainly against people's color under some silly, deeply stupid criticism of Cap disrespecting the flag. He didn't burn the flag. Also constitutionally protecting his free speech or other coded nonsense. It's all a part and parcel of the deep hypocrisy that dwells within these people who equate nonviolent activism with disrespecting the country while applauding their other newly favored token. But then it's true that racism is so deeply embedded in American society that whenever someone challenges racism, they feel like it's challenging America itself. Man, what a comment! I told you you was gonna feel like you felt restored. Like, yeah, we got a we got a chance. We got a chance at life. <sighs> so yeah, it was is interesting comment. Uh, as of right now. Just a little bit about where we're at here. This on Facebook has almost 300 shares. And on Twitter, where people are a little bit less willing to say whatever they feel <laughs> for whatever reason. I guess they don't want to end up in a news article. You still ended up on the podcast, motherfucker. Um. <laughs> <laughs> On Twitter, we got 123 shares. Okay? So, it's still doing pretty good. Not my not my biggest tweet with almost a thousand likes, but it's doing pretty well. It's, it's doing pretty well. And what it is, and when I say doing well, it's getting a lot of engagement. People are speaking their minds. It's starting a conversation. Now, let me say this, guys. The Kanye West conversation is about more than just that. It's also about... Not just about Kanye West, the person. Because people have been like, Tim, why you keep talking about Kanye? Well, first of all, it's the whole world talking about Kanye. And as a media creator, which is what I am, a media creator and a, a, owner of a media, a small media company, I have to get in on the most important the biggest conversations of our times. They change from day to day. But I do find this particularly interesting because... It gets to a lot of core issues about racism, social societies, interaction with one another, uh, hierarchies, biases, things of this nature. Really interesting. I do want to say this. I didn't fully understand anti-Semitism until this issue came about. And I told you guys, I'm over 50 now, so now I'm like, wow, how am I just now really getting anti-Semitism? Here goes anti-Semitism, this is what it is now. And this is my working man's uh, working definition. All right, check this out. And you guys comment, whatever, let me know what you think about it, but this is what I think. The fact that there are exploitational devices all across our country in every walk of life. But Kanye and many of the people that support him, and there's a lot of people supporting him, when he pointed out it's Jews, when he made it about the Jewish people in music, in rap music, he made it seem like it's just, it's just white, it's just Jews, Jewish people that are making money off rap and allowing black people to say whatever type of shit they want to say negative horrific things about black women about each other killing them on another all this negative all this negative comments right which is not everything in hip hop not everyone does that but that's his point And he blamed that on the Jewish community and saying they're exploiting black people and they need to stop and this has to stop him. Yada, 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 yada. And we're going to leave out the George Floyd comments, the slavery was a choice comments, because you could have canceled him for that in your own mind, because canceling your own mind mind is all you can do. Kanye West is a billionaire, but, which is just deciding not to buy something. People decide not to buy shit all the time. But here's my point. This is what, this is what opened my eyes, because I follow issues. I follow these trends. I follow the news. I follow subjects. I study subjects. I do my best to do my research on, on topics that really grab my attention. I try to get further than the surface, right? There are so many people dying from opiates. It is a catastrophic amount of loss of life across this country. It is What's the word for it? It is an epidemic, not a pandemic, an epidemic, right? Those people that created our opiate situation are not Jewish. But you won't hear them be grouped as any ethnic ethnicity. we just say these rich masters who own these pharmaceutical companies. Most people who get hooked on their opiates have been prescribed them pharmaceutically for various ailments, and then they get hooked. Um, well, at least the majority, I, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't even know the amount of people. But I'm, let's just say, there is a propensity of people who have been prescribed opiates, which are addictive, who be, then become addicted to those and then they pursue them other ways. But you don't hear that being classified as a certain race, or ethnicity, or religion. And sometimes I forget what it, what it is with Jewish folks. Are they a religion, or are they an ethnicity? Not a race, right? Okay. So the the sheer fact that you're making this, you, you they saying that the exploitation of various peoples in this country is done by one particular group, it's total bullshit because we got dirty water, dirty air. You know people die every year just because they have bad air and water. The environment's fucked up. You know how I many people, there, there are stories in Alabama, that I, several stories in places all across the South where people, there's a rash of cancers that have engulfed towns, sections of towns due to toxic waste and pollution of chemicals, damaging, dangerous carcinogenic substances put into the ground and it gets into the water supply that has been causing all types of stillbirths cancers and what have you those people that are doing that I, those people typically are white people who own those companies but you won't say that the white uh the irish or the italians or the or the you know, or anglo you whatever, whatever term, Germans or you know, Russians or Slavish or whatever the hell it is, you won't say that about those people. You won't group those people that are doing it by their ethnicity or whatever. You won't group, group them by religion or ethnicity unless they are black or unless they are Jewish. And that's what anti-Semitism is, is when you attribute a certain activity of a negative way or stereotype to a group of people that happen to be Jewish, or that are Jewish, that happen to be, I hate that term, happen to be. You ain't happen to be, somebody made you. (laughs) You ain't happen to be. Dad knew what he was doing, so did mom. But you get what I'm saying? So that's how I'm looking at it. And I'm like, why focus on a particular group when there's so much exploitation, so much carnage in this country? Water, air, mass incarceration. Just the amount of people that go to war alone, who do you think signs up for these shitty-ass wars we send our kids to? Majority, I'd say 80% of them is poor white people. And who's signing them up? White people. But we wouldn't say, look at all these white people. These white people are killing. Because that's not an ethnic group that we want to challenge. Get what I'm saying? So anti-Semitism now for me has been, Kanye helped define it by making the music industry the culprit and making the Jewish community the culprit of his issues with the music industry instead of making it about capitalism, which he's a proud participant. He's a billionaire. He's a two-billionaire. He's a multi-billionaire. He don't want to make it about capitalism because it was about capitalism. It's about all these motherfuckers, not just one ethnic group that you chose to make it about. I was watching a, a video clip made by Russell Simmons. He's still out of the country but he was commenting on it. He was saying how people don't understand the history of Jewish the Jewish community and black folks when it comes to music and how the Jewish community became entangled or so enmeshed with black culture and black music and black arts Fashion, what have you, because they were the only ones who would work with black people. The WASPs, as he put it, would not work with black people. No matter how much money was in the form, they would not work with black people. So though you may not like the terms as much with Jewish folks, some some, some better than others, some worse, depending on who you were working with specifically. It's not the same contract from everybody but the fact that Jewish folks would work with us at all, at all, which gave way to people like Russell Simmons, who then went on to become a capitalist uh, who over <laughs> overindulged and some say did a lot of the things himself. But that's been Russell Simmons' take on it. And look, it is what it is. He, you know, Russell Simmons went on to say, hey, I'm not really trying to call Kanye out. I'm just trying to ask some Context to this conversation, but yeah, I want to invite you to come on over to the. Find me on Linktree. I got a link on my Linktree, right? Um, I need to, I need to set up a shortcut for that. I, I'm on YouTube. I'm on uh, Find me on YouTube at Tim underscore Black at Tim underscore Black on YouTube. That's my. That'll take you to my YouTube channel. Where I got a lot of content there. People be like Tim Black, where you at? Well, look, here goes a nugget, guys. Here goes something. I'm still here, but I found it necessary after looking at the numbers for quite some time, looking at the numbers, looking at the interaction on the shows, looking at where the show was going. And I said, you know what? You gotta recreate the show. You gotta redo the show. So we're in the process of revamping the show and I hired a consultant. And right now we were putting out short videos because frankly, that's the only way I've been able to reach new audiences. So we've been putting out, we, we have a strategy in place. We put out the short content. I do have a new show coming out. A long form show that we'll live stream. And I'm very excited about it. I am really pumped up about it. But I want to get it all laid out. And I'm not going to announce it until I'm ready. I want to make sure I got I got my protections in place. Then I had the structure in place. And then we're going to kick it off like you would any other show. So I've been doing the Tim Black show for I don't know how many years? Eight years. Every once in a while you gotta refresh something. You gotta refresh it and more than just give it a new logo. You gotta do a new show. We gotta do a new thing. Because what we were doing was not doing it for us anymore. So it's either that to get out the business. And since I ain't going no damn where <laughs> figure let me go ahead and do this shit like this. Let me switch it up. So I'm switching it up, folks. So that's it. Look. This is Pause with Tim Black. I got nothing but love for you. Oh, 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 let me add this. Let me add this. Recently, Roland Martin of the Unfiltered with Roland Martin show had some choice words about your brother Tim Black. Said a lot of harsh shit. Called me several names. And it wasn't just me. He just chose everybody black that makes content who has criticized him ever. It's it, it seemed that way. That's what he was doing. Roland Martin is a tool for the Democratic Party, whether you admit it or not, Roland, that's what you are. That's what people see you as, that's the perception. That's your brand, okay? I understand the Democrats put a lot of money in your pocket, which you bragged about. Fantastic. You can't have it both ways, sir. You can't brag about how much money you make from the Democratic Party and then pretend that you hold Democrats accountable. You are corrupt, and you are self-promoting asshole in so many ways. So as you sit back and you name-call, call call me a fool, I'm gonna call you a, a big older fool, an older bigger fool with no moral compass, who's also greedy, and arrogant, and condescending, and a lot of other things. And you will, at some point in time, you will get your comeuppance. I don't appreciate you mislabeling me as someone who who tells black people not to vote. I'm not one of those people that does that. Now, there are others who feel that way and that's their form of advocacy. I advocate in my own way for what I think is beneficial and I try to enlighten black folks and white folks and poor folks and all folks with a special emphasis on the black community because I feel like we get taken advantage of the most by the Democrats. But, um, yeah, I, I don't I don't I, I'll just I'll just say, Roland Martin, you are a funny guy, and uh, graciousness is a quality that you somehow lack. And just because you say something loud, just because you get excited and you call people fools, it doesn't mean you're not the foolish one. All right? It doesn't mean you're not the foolish one. We see you, Roland Martin. I see you. Not we. I see you, Roland Martin, for what you are. An opportunist with some helpful tendencies occasionally who has a lot of knowledge about the electoral process, but who uses that knowledge just to put money in his pockets and to benefit the Democratic Party. So there it is. Fuck you very much. We'll we'll have this conversation at another time. I'm Tim Black, guys. Once again, hit me up at at, uh, TimBlackTV.com. I'm on all these platforms. You know where I am. This is Pause with Tim Black. I love you, and I'll see you soon. Wolfpack, I'll be back.